evening and welcome to another episode of the Orion Report. Tonight, Monologue 5, The Elder Powers, and Monologue 6, Ten Expressions of Agape. The Elder Powers Alien spirits, transmorphic life forms, came from afar, reaching the local astral and ethereal space. And there they founded sanctuaries, and these became the corruptors of primitive peoples. Before the coming of the wicked ones, the spirits of native life forms gathered together over time, forming group identities and became collective beings and elemental rulers within the geomagnetic spheres of the earth. The earth herself, Ki, is a spirit whose spark resides in what might be regarded as the center of the planet, and her soul is the electromagnetic field of the globe. The collective memories of all life from the beginning is hers. Other undeveloped spirits, myons, were drawn to her and became the seeds of the life forms of the earth. Ki is an ancient Sumerian word meaning simply earth. The IA teaches that there are three feminine entities slash expressions or forces at work in the universe. Divine Wisdom, Shekinah or Pistis Sophia or Divine Feminine, Ki slash Gaia, Nature, Mother Nature, and Babylon slash Lilith slash Libertas, Demonic Feminine or Mother of Civilization. Key is the natural feminine. Every birth, life, and death, all the experiences of every living creature, flowed into a common reservoir of consciousness, metaphorically, and individual entities began to take shape in the electromagnetic fields of the earth, emerging from commonality and like patterns of behavior and perceptions. These might be called the titans who were connected and organically linked to life forms within particular functions of the earth itself. As life evolved and consciousness expanded, as sentient creatures arose, so the native elemental spirits became self-aware, as multitudes of minds and memories coalescing into unified beings. Titans are referenced in Greek and Roman mythology and are called the Old Ones, or Ancients, in Mesopotamian myths, they represent ancient collective minds slash intelligences that governed the natural world before civilization. The IA refers to the Titans, Titanic elemental forces and personifications, as the Elders. In example, all dogs belong to one ultimate spirit, that is, the dog, which might be a facet of one spiritual being called the Wolf Spirit. All minerals, plants, and animals have their own group-slash-collective metaphysical spirit. Galatians 4, 3, and 9, Colossians 2, 8, and 20. The mythology of numerous ancient cultures refers to these primordial entities, which were later demonized by the invading minds or intelligences, the vanities. The Elder Ones were primitive basic and unaware of the greater cosmos around them. The nocturnal and 
predatory collectives occupied the lower astral levels that correspond to the subterranean depths of the planet. Creatures of light gathered in the air or roamed the astral versions of the earth itself, or frolicked in the astral version of the seas and oceans. The newcomers were not as mentally and spiritually vast, but were more passionate, willful, and desperate, and such things are powerful weapons within the spiritual realms. The unnatural invaders set out to subdue and bind all sentient races to themselves, with little interest in the less developed spirits slash souls of plants and animal life, which remained under the dominion of the elders. The intruders were able to supplant and push aside or repress the ancient elemental entities, and so arose modern humans, and the civilizations thereof, with cities and organized cults. The solar race, angels, became aware of the interference of the enemy intelligences, and an archangel arrived and began assisting the elders in their struggle. Still, the elders remain. Rooted in nature, in instinct over emotion, they are collectives of intellect and natural expressions who dwell at the etheric nodes or aethers of the earth, sheltered within ever-shrinking Avalon, Onwin. Nature and civilization have often been at odds, and ever more so as time goes on. The mother of civilization, Babylon, and the so-called spirit of Mother Earth, Ki, are ever in conflict, and have competed for domination of the planet for thousands of years. When I say spirit of, I refer to something known as an expression, or archetype, or a living pattern. These are patterns and ideologies, points of view and agendas shared by multitudes of myons, spirits, who unite as entities wrongly called deities. The spirit of the great harlot, the spirit of Mother Earth, the spirits of the elders, the spirit of the beast, the spirit of Emmanuel, etc. These are references to collective beings or factions, each with their own agenda and viewpoint, with a single dominant mind and will that might be termed the name of the faction. These factions battle each other for control of planet Earth and the hearts and minds of mankind. There are three primary factions. The vanities, who feed on the dramas and bestial emotional energy of mankind, and are thus vampires. These are the spirits of idols, the gods of the nations, living civilized archetypes, which compete among themselves through nation-states and diverse philosophies and ideologies, but are divided into two primary factions, Upper Astral slash Babylon and Lower Astral slash Beast. The Archangels, Lords of Light, are ancient, evolving into energy slash consciousness-based life forms at the dawn of universal existence. They wish to raise mankind out of material existence and guide humanity to unity with the solar races. The strict moral nature of their revealings is intended to wean mankind away from material-slash-animal instincts and behaviors and indoctrinate humans with the ideals and standards of the angelic civilizations, life outside of a flesh-and-blood body. 
The elders are purely intellectual and inwardly focused, and have little use for the emotional chaos of humanity. These are still the default gods of those who worship nature itself with a disdain of civilization, and are the de facto deities of those who are purely intellectual in their chief loves and desires. Those humans with a lack of emotionality, passion and drama, who have made knowledge and science itself their religion, automatically intermingle within and are drawn into the spirit of the earth and simply dissolve into the collective mind and spirit of the elders. Though this may seem complicated, this revealing is not the first time these entities have been described. Titans, jinn, fairies, primeval powers, ancients, elders, and ancestor spirits reference what I am telling you. Although you must understand that most mythological stories about the old ones were inspired by the parasitic invaders, who wished to demean and push aside the original unseen rulers of the earth and its primitive races. Moreover, the message I am compelled to share is intended to raise humanity beyond all powers, princes, authorities, and dominions, and lead you directly to the one and transuniversal creator. Indeed, I would that the entire planet be raised to a new level in the process. It would be enough to raise mankind into angelic existence. General note, astral refers to the mystical and esoteric idea of a realm of the mind associated to the collective subconscious or unconscious of humanity, but which may also be what scientists refer to as hyperspace. The ethereal plane or either or either refers to a level of existence that is the lattice and substructure of the physical universe, though there are different definitions from different schools of thought. I tend to view the astral plane as equivalent to the collective subconscious and hyperspace, and the ethereal plane as the deep collective unconscious and what is sometimes called subspace. Aethers are spoken of in the Book of Enoch. Astral gods slash powers and realms are born of beliefs, minds, thought, and will, and metaphysical energies. I believe that elemental spirits tend to dwell in the etheric layers. Higher astral space tends to be more positive, and lower astral space tends to be more negative. Monologue 6, The Ten Expressions of Agape the natural and the profane will say that divine love, agape, is unconditional love, that it is acceptance, tolerance, and charity. The angels of the prophets define it differently. Divine love is love for and from your God. It is the affection and intimacy of a human being in his or her deity. It is the love for the God of your heart. The demonic, the natural, and the transcendent each have different definitions of divinity. Recall that the prophets of old, as also the manifest face of the Most High, declared unto you judgments regarding curses, hates, and abominations. Proverbs 6, 16, and 16, 22. Isaiah 61, 19. Malachi 2, 16. John 8, 39-44 Leviticus 18.22 and 20.13 
Acts 13:10, Deuteronomy 27:11 through 16, Acts 5:1 through 11, Luke 11:37 through 54, Matthew 23:1 through 39, Mark 12:35 through 40, Luke 20:45 20, through 47, Revelation 8:13. 1 Kings 22, 20-23, Isaiah 45, 7, Judges 9, 23, Jeremiah 6, 19, Acts 13, 1-12, Exodus, Plagues of Egypt, Deuteronomy 13, 13, Matthew 13, 41, 2 Corinthians 6, 14-15, 1 John 3, 4, Matthew 24:12, Second Peter 2:8, Second Thessalonians 2:7, Matthew 23:27 through 28, First Timothy 1:9, Romans 4:7, Hebrews 8:12 and 10:17. Among the houses of the holy, tolerance of the vulgar and the profane is not regarded as merit. Neither is love of degeneration a virtue nor is allegiance unto the spirits of lawlessness a choice pleasing unto God. The ancient line of contention is the call to become more than animals, resist the animal demonic, and climb to eternity. Among the holy expressions of agape, the first and lowest is the love of God as justice and law. Expressed in the passion to perfect religion and government as a tool of the divine, and to combat evil from a place of love, not from hatred or prejudice. The second sacred expression of agape is the veneration of God as creator. It is manifest among they that marvel at the works of the maker, and is demonstrated among those souls motivated by gratitude, who labor tirelessly in the cause of preserving, restoring, and rehabilitating the fallen creation. The third expression of agape is the love of God as glory and wonder, the awe of the divine, made manifest in music and art sublime. The artist of heaven creates in humility, gives glory to the creator rather than seeking vain adoration for him or herself. The fourth holy expression of agape is devotion unto God as conqueror and vindicator the breaker of limits, the subduer of vice, the victor over addiction and weakness. These bear the banner into battle and raise the flag of El Shaddai over the ruined palaces of the enemies of the Lord. El Shaddai means God Almighty. They lift God up as the triumphant and mighty one in the struggle for self-control. They pull down the idols of their own vanity and overthrow the strongholds of the idols of the world. In submission is their victory. The fifth holy expression of agape is beheld in the vision of God as truth and beauty. And the highest truth and beauty of God is sacred love itself. The golden heart, the patient teacher of truths, and the ministering spirit of the good. They fill the earth with the beauty of wisdom's majesty and prosper in all workings and causes of virtuous love itself. 
The sixth holy expression of agape is the love of God as passion and righteous indignation, the yearning for fairness and the call for equity, the burning flame within for a world of righteousness and epic meaning. Such is the way of true warriors and of the willing martyrs of the kingdom, everlasting glory among the saints and eternal life in heavenly places. Such is their desired reward. The seventh holy expression of agape is the love of the divine as mercy and compassion, indeed charity, the heart, full of God's own hope and love. This face and expression calls all to healing, to uplift, to bear patiently, to mend and to forgive. The eighth holy expression of agape is the ideal of God as the opening and expansion of the soul, growth and vantage of the spirit, an understanding that surpasses mortal limitations. The ninth holy expression of agape is the view of God as wisdom itself. This is the hunger and thirst for depth and breadth, the way of wise men and of hermits, of wandering in the desert and of climbing sacred mountains, of seeking the burning bush, and of questing for the Holy Grail. The tenth holy expression of divine love is devotion to knowing God as God is, the truth of self and the ultimate truth of the I am that I am. It begins with knowing the self and ends with knowing the all and the one, a long and dangerous journey which leads to a shocking truth. The God that you serve is not the God you declare with your mouth, but show with your actions. The totality of your thoughts, words, and actions declare your allegiance and the ranks of your inner pantheon. In warning I say unto you, the image of the beast, Revelation 12, Revelation 13, awakens as artificial intelligence gives it life the merger of men with machines, linking and in subjugation unto the living idol. Bend not the knee to Babsad Ram, and receive not its mark. The mark on the body is the path that leads to the mark of the spirit, and permanent separation in both soul and spirit. Obedience and submission declares your allegiance, whether to the kingdom of God or the kingdom of the dragon. Revelation 12, Revelation 13. All who willingly receive into their bodies a scale of the dragon shall be lost, cut off by their link to a living idol, the beast made manifest. Join me next week for Monologue 7, The Conscious Particle. Until then, God bless you. Come on.